My next guest is an up-and-coming videographer and photographer in the Seattle area. She has shot music videos for previous guests, such as Anna Thompson and Nikki Buell, and does media for touring artists that come to town. It's my pleasure to introduce Gemma Eve. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today I'm with a very special guest, the one and only Gemma. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? How we doing? <laughs> very good. I really appreciate... Uh, your bracelet you gave of me. Of course, yeah. I have so much swag in my bag. Uh, anytime. <laughs> anytime you need it, I've got it. I've also got snacks. Oh. Yeah. You can't go anywhere without snacks. <laughs> yeah. I've been obsessed with almonds. So I really am into almonds. That's what those are. Oh, you have almonds. Oh, no, no, they're espresso beans. Just Ooh, kidding. Oh, those are just the kidding. best. Yeah. They're chocolate-covered espresso beans, which are so hard to find for whatever reason, mm. but I have them. They're, those are dangerous. You can they're just really eat them good. all. They're really good. Sitting. Yeah, yeah, and they're caffeine. So there we go. Yeah, but it's awesome how I met you. I've been I've been yeah. raving to everyone, rappers, people outside of <laughs> Seattle, whoever, about the pop scene in Seattle, oh. because I feel like it's a very underappreciated community. And yeah. I, what even from watching, first of all, for people who don't know, Gemma is, uh, you're a music video director, videographer, video editor. Everything to do with video. And photo as well. And photo. Yeah. And uh, even when I was checking out your music videos, I noticed that a lot of the artists were at the pop retreat, Mm -hmm. right? So it seems like the pop community is very small. So whether it's intentional or not, it seems like they all have to connect and collab together. Yeah. How does that make you feel, though? It's so fun. It's so fun because all of them have, like, everyone I work with has really just become, like, my best friends. You know, like that is my favorite part of it. And I think it's also my favorite part of being a young creative in Seattle because most people on the production end in Seattle are like a bit older, um, like 30 or 40 typically. And so everyone like, you know, people that I work with, like Anna and Nick, they usually work with older people. But then working with me, it's nice because it's like, oh, we can work. And then we like hang out after because we're the same age. So it's super fun. And it just feels like we're bringing up a new community of people in Seattle because everyone's like the same age. It's so much fun. Um, What was your question? (laughs) No, that's awesome. I'm just I'm really trying to figure out like the pop scene here in Seattle and whether because you guys are so hardworking, whether you realize how isolated you guys are from the other communities or if you're fine with that. I'm, I mean, I'm personally fine with it because I'm getting work. So yeah. it's like, it's okay. <laughs> and I'm getting to work with all of my best friends who are amazing and talented. And pop music is probably my favorite genre and my favorite genre to create for. Mm. So it's just the easiest, most natural thing that comes to me. So as far as the vision. Um, so yeah, I love working with pop artists and I feel like, I don't know. I think I'm trying to think about the communities now. I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I got to think like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I dip my toes into other communities, but it definitely all comes back to pop just because that's what my friends make. Like, that's really the the bottom line is like my friends make the music or I meet people and then they become my friends mm. through the music. Yeah. But a lot of my best friends who I started making content with were pop artists. So I think that's kind of how I got into the pop scene in the first place was just because I had friends that did pop, started working with them, then made more friends through that. Got so it. I think that's kind of how I got into it. I don't even know. Wow. Yeah. So how did you get started <laughs> with video then and photography? So long, long story. Um, I don't know. I was always making videos when I was like nine years old, like <laughs> like editing on Windows Movie Maker, like shooting on like a VHS camera, like a CD camcorder, but figuring out how to get it on my computer editing Windows Movie Maker, making weird skits or things like that ever since I was a kid. And I I talked to one of my childhood friends about this a lot. I don't know where we got the inspiration for this because like YouTubers were not a thing yet. Mm. It was before that, but we were just making videos. Like I, I have a video of me doing um, a performance in my kitchen when I'm like six years old and I'm doing like either like Fergalicious or like something by Fergie and I'm like wearing a Hannah Montana wig. Um, in my kitchen at four, um, edited it after, (laughs) like I, so I don't know. It's been a really long time that I've been doing video. Um, and then that kind of moved into YouTube when YouTubers started to become a thing in like 2010. Oh, so you've been on YouTube for a while. I've been on YouTube for a while. Yeah. And then kind of abandoned that, but I revisit it like once a year because it's fun. I just don't really have the time as much now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like 
as soon as I have like cool things to vlog about, I don't have the time to vlog them, mm. which is so sad because I, I, I like every six months I think, oh, I should like start vlogging again because this is really interesting and I really want to like have a video diary of what's going on in my life. And then it's just like really busy and it's very difficult to do that when I'm also doing so many productions. But right. I don't know. So when you release videos, is it not under your YouTube? Is it more under the artist's YouTube page? Or? It's typically under the artist, yeah. Sometimes I'll put it out on my channel too, just to have. But um, usually it's just on the artist's channel, which is the really nice thing about being on the production end with artists is that I don't have to worry about promotion oh, <laughs> at all. Because I just okay. like, I give them the video and then it's done. <laughs> and like they take it and they do whatever they need to do to release it. But like then I don't have to think about it after like after I finish editing. Wow. So yeah. So how did you learn editing? Do you just just messing around, learn how to slice things, or yeah, slicing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, um, I mean, yeah, started on Windows Movie Maker when I was ten, and then um, eventually iMovie, and then um, now I use Premiere, which yes. is the industry standard. Love her. Let's talk about Premiere for a second. I what feel like it? it's. I hate that you have to have a monthly subscription. Or oh, it's an annual. so annoying. That's... Yeah, no, it's so annoying. But I mean, I go to art school, and so we oh, need okay. to have a Adobe subscription for school so I just like have to have it anyway to get I have a, to have all the other things to get like a student discount at least yes and mm -hmm. with Adobe most people don't know this but my friend Eli told me this you can scam them into um, giving you a cheaper deal at any time with Adobe so <laughs> if you like if you threaten to cancel your subscription they will always be like wait but it could be cheaper and then you get uh, a cheaper deal. Do you have to email Adobe or? No, you just go to like cancel your subscription online and then it'll say, wait, what if it was cheaper? Like oh, genuinely. Shit. Yeah. So you could always do that. That's very interesting. Yeah. I don't know why, but they really want their customers to hold on. So they'll always give you a deal. Wow. So I don't even know how much I'm paying, but it's not that much. So did you do like video in high school at all? or? A little bit. Yeah. I was still doing, I was just like vlogging and things like that and just like random videos all the time in high school. And then after high school, um, I started shooting a lot of live music, um, photography-wise. Um, like at so, concerts? Or? Mm -hmm. okay. So I, after I graduated high school, I um, stayed around in my hometown to finish my associate's degree. And during that time, I started shooting a lot of concerts um, because concerts are like... Live music was kind of my first love yes. and I thought that I wanted to be like on stage and then I had a crisis and was like actually I think I want to be behind the scenes and give performing up. Um, Wait what's this crisis? Were you a singer at one point? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah I was the lead singer in a band when I was um, 18. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How, how, <laughs> and it, it didn't end well? Are you friends with the band members still or what happened? I don't know. <laughs> It didn't end like really poorly. Like, it wasn't like a breakup. We just like stopped playing. Oh wow! Um, but that was a fun era. We were called She Told Me Too. Okay, it was cute. Um, it was just a pop <laughs> band. It was very fun. Um, yeah, band, live music. Always have loved live music. Um, started shooting concerts, and then Corona happened, and then um, I still wanted to work in music, but obviously there were no shows anymore. So mm -hmm. then I was like, okay, well. I have to pivot to do something else or I'll get really bored and sad. <laughs> so I pivoted to doing music videos. Okay. Just from that, because I wanted to still work with musicians. And um, at the time, my boyfriend at the time was a musician. So I was he was like the only person I was seeing. Okay. And so then I started making music videos for his music oh, wow. um, because it was just him and I and we could do that. Like it was actually safe to do so. So that's how I like started building up my portfolio with video. And then as soon as things have started to become safer, now I'm able to have like more than just myself on the crew because <laughs> okay. for a while it was like just me um but yeah and then here i am now and it's my full-time gig which is very cool wow so how old are you 21 okay there we go so the covid really happened right when you basically start got started into everything yeah yeah it definitely changed how things went because if it weren't for covid i would like i was supposed to go on tour right before covid for like, like with a band? Or? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, I was supposed to go as their photographer on tour. Oh, um, wow. And then <laughs> COVID happened like that week. And so wow. no tour. And then, but I'm still, I am trying to get on a tour in October. Wow. That I might, might happen. So how do tours work for like video? Is it, I'm really confused about the, like the, the terminology. Is it videographer? Is it 
film <laughs> videographer is good okay. um cinematographer if you're fancy Ooh. or just like photographer or like media i don't know if you want to be general about it so do you band... can say like media for tour or press for tour okay so press for tour yeah or media yeah or all these things yeah do, do the bands pay you to join or how do how what do you get out of going on tour with a band or a rapper or whoever yeah it depends it definitely depends and i still haven't been on tour because um because of covid that happened when i was supposed to go yeah um but from people that i know um i don't know it depends it's it's such a weird thing and touring is something that nobody talks about in the like photography scene like no one says like this is how you get to go on tour with a band like mm. nobody talks about it and that's just kind of how the photography scene is in general especially in seattle it's very like exclusive which is so annoying. And so that's why, like, I'm really outspoken about whatever I do. Like, if people are like, hey, what do you, like, do you have advice on this and that? I'm like, yeah, whatever you want to know. Because, mm. like, no one was telling me that, you know? No one was helping me when I was first starting. So I, like, really want to be super outspoken about that. But um, but with touring, it's just, like, super secret and s- dumb. But um, <laughs> <laughs> how, I mean, I know a friend who went on tour with Avril Lavigne. Ooh. Um, with her opening band um and he just like finessed a photo pass to capitol hill block party met the opening band vibed with them and they were like hey do you want to come on tour with us tomorrow and he was like yeah <laughs> so wow. they went on tour with avril lavigne and then after that moved in with the band in la and he still lives there and i just saw him um yes or not yesterday two days ago but yeah and just like it, that's just kind of how the how it goes it's very natural and it's just like if you have a connection with the artist and if you're friends with the artist, they'd way more likely hire you. And I know that that was paid work for him. But, um, yeah, it's just kind of a weird thing. It's no, kind of a weird thing. I've been telling everyone. Well, not everyone. I, I, I've been really since the pop retreat, I've been going through this like it's not even a crisis. It's a enlightenment. Good. There we go. <laughs> of Because I've been doing the podcast. It's almost two years now on august 18th so Amazing. it's coming up yeah. so i'm i always like to like reevaluate and figure out what's next and i've been realizing like every community and i don't know if it's outside but i can only focus on if i want to build up my community in seattle i have to focus on seattle of course yeah. i have artists outside yeah. seattle but like every community in seattle is very clicky for some reason it totally is it totally is so i feel like seattle and just media in general general should like unionize or something oh for sure oh for sure yeah it's so clicky and exclusive but i think you and i have the benefit of being since we are on the more production end and get to work with a lot of different artists like we can work with anybody it's so funny so like go us (laughs) because we can kind of break that you know but other like artists and musicians can't necessarily because they're kind of in their genre or whatever but like you and i can because we have to work with lots of people that is of so different funny genres yeah that's yeah. You're the first person i can really connect with on that you oh. know that's hilarious <laughs> yeah that's so funny because I'll, I'll be t- i'll be working with like a like i'm i've mostly been in the hip-hop scene i'm trying to change now so i can i, I can be working with all my rapper friends and then i'm working with their favorite artists yeah you know yeah just talking to them and they're like what what would i i would kill just to smoke a joint with one of those guys or something like that (laughs) it's it's i think seattle has the opportunity when media i think is the main thing that changes communities in my opinion yeah so i think what our roles in seattle are really important so i agree with you yeah it's so true we can yeah we can work with anybody that we want to you know like there there really is no limit on that yeah. and I never limit myself of like who I want to work with like it's always really surreal when I um I don't know whenever I connect with an artist who I used to really love yeah. and then like connect with them personally and now I'm like okay like now we're friends <laughs> it's like so weird and I don't think that moment is ever gonna go away like I think I'm always gonna feel like that when that happens and I love that yeah. like I love it you know it's just very surreal um it just reminds me that I'm like going forward into a place that i want to be yes so, yeah trying to go on tour that's trying a, to go on tour in the fall you got it maybe I maybe think, i think you do i put an inquiry out so we'll see what happens i, I think i think you're an opportunist and hard work oh yeah so I, yeah I, I believe in you yeah but that's funny that you say the friend thing because i think i when i interview someone i want to be like friends with them you know yeah but i feel like when artists are collaborating with other artists they're thinking of it unless it's 
there's some bond that's built in the studio. Most of the time, they just want it to be like a business transaction. You think so? That's what I've been realizing yeah. a lot. Is that how it is, like, specifically podcasting or with... For like, hip-hop, it's... Yeah. For hip-hop artists, hip-hop artists, it seems like a lot of it becomes just transactional versus for podcasting, what I'm able to do is, like, connect one hip-hop artist to another hip-hop artist, which yeah. is cool. But that is interesting. Like, there are all... There will always be, like, opportunities for media, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But there's not always opportunities for artists unless yeah. they have something. I feel like artists need something more to show versus yeah. a podcast or a videographer. Yeah. No, we'll always have jobs, dude. Like, we'll <laughs> always have something. Because, like, you will always have something to report on. You'll always have someone new to talk to. Yeah. And, like, I will always have someone new to work with. Like, we... And there's not that many of us. Yeah. So compared to like how many musicians there are, yeah. like us, like we're, people are looking for us. So yeah. like we got jobs coming. There we go. Yeah, we're good. So you said you're from Olympia originally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was it like in Olympia when it came to like media, music? Was Is there anything like that out in Olympia? No. I mean, I was just <laughs> <laughs> like during that era when I was living in Olympia and started doing um, photography professionally and started doing concerts I was like (laughs) I was um, finishing my associate's degree and I was always emailing like managers of shows in my lab like at school I'd be like hey can I come to the show tomorrow night to come shoot just like I don't know I also don't know where I got that from or like learned how to do that but like it was had like a 99% success rate. I agree with so, that. Yeah, you, just have to, you just have to ask. That's my biggest thing in life is yes. like you just have to ask people because so many people don't put themselves out there and ask and then you never know what could have come of it. Like yeah. that's why the other day when my a friend of mine is going on tour with Bad Sons okay. and I was like, can I come? And he was like, I don't know. I'll talk to my tour manager. And I was like, okay, cool. I ask, you know, now I feel yeah. so much better because I'm like, maybe it'll happen now. I'm hoping it'll happen. Maybe, um, maybe just in media in general, we have to ask because we're we do inquisitive. Yeah. Oh, or? we do. No, we have to put ourselves <laughs> out there because then, like, there are a lot of jobs out there for us. Is the thing in media, so like we have to put ourselves out there because most of the time people say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Olympia and that situation, I I was basically I was driving up here, like up here to tw- Seattle to Seattle like twice a week wow. for a while. And how um, long is that drive? It's an hour. Um, so, go. yeah. So I would, like, I had a routine going because a bunch of my friends went to UW. So I would always come up here twice a week, go to a show, either, like, at the Showbox or Numos or any of those kind of, like, mid-level venues. Wow. Um, shoot the show and then go back to my friend's house and edit, like, all the pictures from that night. Send them out to management, then drive home like wow. <laughs> twice a week for like six months. So that's how I racked up all of my concert experience, and then COVID. Wow. And then now, like, still working with artists, but differently. And that's wild. That's yeah. exactly what I was doing. Really? I so I grew up in East Seattle, mm-hmm. and I recently moved up. It's, oh my God! It's not even recently anymore. It's like two years. Yeah. It just feels weird because of COVID. Yeah. yeah. But um, once I graduated high school, I moved up to Snohomish. And I would drive down to Seattle a couple times a week to go to like concerts. Yeah. To interview the artists. Oh, so cute. That's interesting that yeah. you did the same thing from just the South yeah. versus the North. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. It was a hustle. It was yes, a hustle, I but agree. like a routine. And it was so, like, every single time I went, I remember always like having my little pre show routine. I'd be like, okay, I'm getting a Red Bull and I'm going to, you know, park <laughs> in this spot that I always park and like go talk to the security who I know now. Like, it's wow. just like very. I don't know. The routine in it was so nice, and I'm excited for that. Again. Yes, I miss my routine. I, yeah. I talked to everyone about it. I'm like, oh, fuck, I had such a good routine going yeah. on. So as a videographer before turning 21, what was it like going to shows? Like, would people sometimes not allow you to go because some venues are 21 and up? It was, I think I only had drama, like, one time. I think that was at the Crocodile because mm. they, like, have restricted, like, areas as far as, like, under 21. Because otherwise, I... Most shows that I went to were not 21 plus, which was good. Um, so I didn't have a problem with it very often. But I think one time. Mm. I don't even remember what show it was for. But, yeah, that was drama. Who would you shoot for usually? Like, what were their bands? Pop artists, rappers, EDM artists? Mostly pop and bands. I've shot... Um, I don't even, it's been so long. I shot Conan Gray. That was really, really fun. I don't know him. But you don't know Conan Gray? I he's don't. super cool. Okay. Um, He's very young. Um. 
I shot um, Starfucker. They were really fun. Starfucker? You ever heard of Starfucker? They're like from the Pacific Northwest. Really? Um, Yeah. I need to check them out. They're really good. Um, I shot X Ambassadors. That was fun. I I don't know. Do, it's been so long. Do photographers like compare like who they've shot for to other con- photographers? I don't know. I don't like. I don't have any photographer friends. <sighs> I have one. Like I have my one friend Peter in LA who I was talking about before. Oh, like God. he's the only photographer friend I really have, which is fine because like I don't know. It's always nice because you know I'm always the friend that like takes the photos of everybody like when we go out like because right. I know how, <laughs> and so it's nice to have like whenever I hang out with him like he'll take photos of me. And I'm like, go. okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So when you first started shooting concerts, were you making money right off the bat or was no. it for free? No least? money. No money. But I mean, I was getting like in on the guest list. So like they'd comp my ticket. So okay. it would just be free. Um, so I wasn't losing much money except for like $20 on parking twice a week. Oh, <laughs> And gas to drive to Seattle. But so yeah. worth it. Like I would do that again in a heartbeat. Because yeah. with live music and like the possibilities of shows are really, really high. Cause like you could meet an artist, you can meet the artists that you work with and then connect with them and then maybe go on tour with them in October. So, yeah. yeah. So, so now that COVID's hope, hopefully yeah, dying down, yeah. there's some, this Delta variant, we'll figure out what happens with that. Yeah. But, I just, my friend just got that. Oh shit. Yeah. It was drama. Oh, are they okay? <laughs> They're fine. Yeah. That's no, wild. I was going to see them in LA. And then they got COVID as I was on my way. Oh, so then I had no. to pivot and go somewhere else. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. So she's out there. That's that's sad. That yeah. Was, hopefully, they'll be okay, hopefully. Yeah, no, they'll, we they'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so now that COVID's simmering down. Yeah. Let's say simmering. I think yeah. simmering's a nice word for this. Are you going back to the same routine when it comes to just sending the same type of emails? Or now that you have had a year of experience of COVID and just growing who you are as... A media personality is that fair to say sure i'll take it as yeah. a media personality in seattle have you changed how you approach these bands or whoever's touring to seattle i mean i think i'll probably go back to doing what i was doing before um i just have a better portfolio now <laughs> so um i don't know i i haven't really thought about that i think definitely trying to like aim for bigger things um as far as shows go like not just like shooting a show but like going to shoot a festival or like because i'm mm. going to shoot a festival in september Ooh, where um in ohio so random what is is it hive no is it, no what is it like, it's like a random festival but zed is headlining okay. with saint motel so i'm very excited about that Ooh. um going to shoot that and then so things like that is kind of what i'm looking to do is like a, grow a little bit bigger beyond what i was doing before um, and then hopefully tour, tour with Bad Sons. So how do things change now as you continue to grow and you start shooting these festivals? Do you send your pictures to those festivals afterwards? Or like, how do you start making money off those pictures? So it depends on the event. Um, like for the one in Ohio, your payment is just like going to the festival, which is so stupid. Cause like <laughs> I'm literally flying there, but also just like down for an adventure. So I don't really mind. Um, but yeah, after we just send, um, everything, you have to just like bring a hard drive and like give them the hard drive at the end of it. And how do you know if they've cho- chosen your picture? Cause that's the thing. Isn't there like, like when I was doing podcasting and going to these concerts, sometimes there'd be three other podcasters there. Yeah. So I'm guessing there's other videographers, photographers yeah. at those. Well, for, for something like the one that I'm shooting in September, um, there's only two of us. Like I'm the second shooter. So, um, it won't be as complicated with like figuring out whose photos are whose because mm. we'll just send them separately. So have you have you seen your photos go on people's Instagrams? And... Yeah, yeah. That one was always so cool. It's always so much fun. I shot um, a show for Grace and Chance like a year and a half ago. Do you know who that is? No, see, pop I, artist. See, yeah. I need to really tap into you this do. Pop scene. Yeah, you do. Um, I shot a show for Grayson, and he they end up using my photo, one of my photos, as his ad for a while. Ooh. For like, oh, Grayson Chance on tour, and so I would see it all the time, which was bizarre. Wow. It was so weird. And then I got to meet him, and he was very sweet, very nice. There we go. Yeah. So, are you tapped in, or at least know the bigger pop artists that have been become successful in Seattle, or how does that work? Because I know there's like. Of course, there's there's bands in Seattle, and then there's bands that have made it. There's hip hop artists, and then there's hip hop artists that have made it. There's pop artists, and there's pop artists that have made it. Have I'm you- just kind of. I think the thing that I'm most tapped into is like my community, 
and like my best friends because I I'm really really entertained with the idea of like all of us coming up together mm-hmm. I think that that's really fun you know and like really cool and very unique so I'm like I'm not necessarily looking to not that I'm not looking to work with other people but I love working with people consistently mm-hmm. so I love like building relationship with the people that I work with like Anna and Nick and Tylea and you know those kind of people like I love working with them again and again um, so I don't know if I'm necessarily tapped in. So it's not really important for you right now, at least. To I mean, like growth is always important, right. but I love the idea of growing up with my people. That's awesome. Yeah, and like bringing them down into anything. So if I go to LA and like meet these connections or whatever, like I, I want my friends to also be included in that because I want all of us to come up together. That's awesome. Because I think there's such a thing of like people moving to LA and then just being like, peace out. Yeah. And they're just like disappearing, you know, and like not helping their friends. Yeah. And I just do not want to be that kind of energy. I just want all of us to come up together. So when you first started shooting for your friends, was that all free or? Um, yes and no. It depends on the project. Depending on the project. I I think I've only, the, the biggest one that I did, um, was that was free and no one on that set was paid was for my ex last fall we did a five-part music video series which was so much work and it was my first project directing um and that one nobody on the set was paid and it was five members in the cast and five members in the crew so how do you look for members now like what do you need when you're shooting like a music video or for casting or for for casting for casting depends on the project um with like i'm shooting a video this weekend at supernova which i'm very excited about um and that we were just looking for disco queens so it's like like casting depends on the project it depends on like with anna's video it was like okay we just need like all of our young model girlfriends you know so yeah wasn't zanae in that yeah i'm about to have her on the podcast really oh my god jess is like one of my best friends wow i love her so much we just finished her video Wow. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. That's dope. Yeah. And that one, yeah, casting, it, it really varies. Like with that one, I had to cast a love interest in it for her. And I just like had a friend who is an actor and was back from L.A. for a little bit. Um, and so I was like, hey, you want to be in this video next week? And he's like, yeah. So it just depends who's in my like vicinity. Do you ever put out ads then or... How do you for go- casting? Yeah, um, sometimes it's just on my Instagram story. But I mean, I'm fortunate enough because of the industry that I work in and the people that I know, like to know a lot of artists. So, um, and a lot of models and um, musicians and dancers and things like that. Because I am a photographer, so those are like the people that are in my friends of friends or friend groups. So. It's not too hard. Mm-hmm. hasn't been too hard. I love to cast my sister in everything. I'm always casting her. <laughs> but, yeah, you'll see some familiar faces if you watch, like, a few of my things. Yeah. For sure. Who's the, um, I met her at the Pop Retreat, and she's been in a few mu- music videos. She has, like, the spider web. Lily? That's Lily. Okay. I recognized her in some of the videos. Yeah. Or Tylea. No, they both have the tattoo. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it was the girl with the Lily blonde. has blonde. Yeah. 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 I love Lily. She's also one of my best friends. Cool. So did... Yeah. Are all your friends people you grew up with in Olympia, or was it when you moved out here? Or? No, I um, my like three best friends in the world are Abby, Tylea, and Lily, and they are the people that I create with the most as well. Um, Abby is like my go-to producer, so whenever I'm directing a project, I'll always bring her on as producer, which she saves my life and holds everything together for me, and it's the best. Um, so. Yeah, they are from Everett. So I met okay. them through, like, the house show scene in Seattle in, like, 2018, 2019. And house show um, is, like, EDM music? Right? No, like, <laughs> like indie rock, question mark, sort of. Really? Um, That's yeah. what house music? Or it's no, not house, house show. It's different than house like, music. Not house music. Okay. I love house music, though. But <laughs> house show, like, just shows and houses oh. in, <laughs> in the U District. <laughs> okay, now. Nice. House show. Um, yeah, so I met them um, at house shows because Tylea's band was um, playing a lot of house shows at the time. So, okay. um, and then we all became best friends. And do you, are artists reaching out to you at all, or is it you really solely working with just people you know deep down? Or A lot of people reaching out to me. Okay. A lot of people reach out to me. And then, um, which is very, I feel very fortunate. Um, and then after that, then we become best friends. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it's mostly been pop, right? Mostly, yeah. I'm doing um, a rap video next month, actually. And then, um, trying to think. I mean, that one, did I, were we talking about, you saw Detox, right? Yeah. We played at the retreat. 
Oh, I I saw this. I saw it. Like, oh, you afternoon. saw the promo. I saw this afternoon also. What? Oh, you sent me the Google Drive. Is that not out? Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I sent you the Google Drive. Yeah, that's okay. good. Yes. Yeah. And you <laughs> it guys comes out dan- tomorrow. You guys were dancing. You had the <laughs> yeah. white turtleneck. Yeah, yeah, it comes out tomorrow. That that's like kind video. of housey and yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, of rap. Yeah, yeah. So something a little different. Because I think I think pop fits perfect with house, actual house yeah. music, yeah. not house pa- shows. Not house shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, I was sticking to your couch <laughs> or your seat. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. So, with <laughs> like music industry bands, pop artists, rappers, is it is it different on like how you make connections with them versus people in the C- Seattle music scene? Like, do you think people outside of Seattle know your photography more than Seattle artists? No, I think Seattle artists know know me by word of mouth. But like people outside, are you saying like like is it easier for you to get shows like go to concerts and shoot versus shoot for local people? No, definitely local people is easier. But I don't with like touring bands. I'm always the one to reach out, except for like a few cases. But with like long term projects or like video stuff, um, that's when people reach out to me. And have you ever had music videos where you need multiple camera people? No, no, mm. it's just been me, which has been very fun. So how do you? Do you do you think about competition at all, or do you not really focus on what other Seattle? Sometimes, are? but but yeah, I, I don't really like focus on it very much because for me, I don't know. I think the whole thing is like we provide very different things, me and like any other competition, and like there's only a few of us as far as videographers that are like working with kind of like similar artists. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think about that, and I think for me, it's like it just depends what you're looking for. And in any kind of production, any kind of person in a production role, to get hired, you just have to be a good fit for the client. Like, it doesn't mean that you're worse or better than anyone else. It's just, like, you are a good fit for what they're looking for. Got it. So, like, I'm fine because I'm still getting work. So, like, I don't right. think about the competition. I think if I wasn't in, like, as a fortunate, as enough of a fortunate place, <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Um, I feel like I'm in a really good place where I can say that, like, I don't think about competition because I'm, like getting enough work to keep me alive because i'm better than all of them. no 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 no. just different just different like what i was saying earlier about being younger and like maybe that's something that people are looking for like that's where i kind of have an edge mm-hmm. but also just like stylistically like what are you looking for stylistically because one director could bring it to life better than another one mm-hmm. um for that specific project so i never think about it like if i work with someone and they go work with another director and then i'm never like oh, they should have come back to me i'm like right. oh no they just wanted a different look you know like that's that's how it works so is there a certain aesthetic when it comes to pop music videos just in general i think so i think they're i don't know i think they're more flashy typically do you think what i've noticed with hip-hop or bands i feel like they usually have more of story-driven music videos yes yeah, yeah pop... i agree i agree pop is more like flashy and sparkly and performance <laughs> vibe okay yeah i agree and why is that though i don't know I don't know. Do you think pop can transfer over? Like, do you think pop and R&B sometimes go hand in hand? Because I feel like The Weeknd is an R&B artist, but, like, Starboy is, mm-hmm. like, a pop it's song. It's a pop song, yeah. I think, yeah. I think pop music is also kind of, like, a big umbrella term. Okay. For, like, you know, indie pop, alternative pop, you know, R&B pop. Like, I think you can be... And pop just means popular, like that's what it actually like means, right? So hip hop can be pop. <laughs> I don't know. I'm also not the. I'm not a musician. So I don't know. You were in a band though. The the girl I was talk. In a band. What was it called? Not the girl talk. She told me to. I was close. Yeah. The girl was... talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how did you meet Anna and Nick? Those those are the two pop artists I've had on. So, oh, I, do you know who Rents is? Mm-mm. Oh, I've had Rents on. He's about to perform at Lollapalooza. Fun. So that's pretty, he's from Seattle. Cool. Um, but yeah, how'd you meet Anna and Nick? Um, Anna, I met on Instagram. Okay. I think. Um, Same. Before we met in person. Yeah, I just like followed her. And then a while later, she followed me back because we had mutuals and she saw something they posted and then like that they tagged me in and then just followed me back. And then I was like, hey, <laughs> would love to work with you um, on whatever. And then we just got on a call and we're like, what can we do? And then now, like, love working with Anna so much. She's like, we're doing a shoot this Sunday that I'm so excited about. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do people ask to see your resume first before they make Um, music videos with you? Or do they just... Not really, because they typically have just seen, like, my social media. 
because that's kind of like my breathing resume. It's mm. like my Instagram, which I kind of hate because there's a lot of pressure on like making my Instagram look decent because it's how I get work, which is kind of annoying. So you need to, you, you say you don't need to know promotion that much, but you kind of do for like social yeah. media. Yeah. I mean, I also work in advertising. Okay. Yeah. How so? Like, are you part of a company? Or? Yeah. So I had a summer internship at DNA Seattle um, on their production team, but it's an advertising agency. Okay. So I did that and then just finished that. And now I'm going into work at a different agency called Color Creative. Oh, shit. Um, doing an assistant editor role for them. And that's, so. out, that's out of Seattle as well? Yeah. Are you able to help? these up-and-coming artists learn how to market themselves better? Or? I don't want to, but <laughs> oh. well, it's not something that I'm super, I'm more interested in like the tech aspect of it as okay. far as marketing, but I do pick up on some things that I use for myself for sure. Okay. Yeah. I think that's important. I feel like a lot of artists, not just in Seattle, just even in general, don't really understand what marketing yeah. is, which it's so true. Back in the day, you kind of didn't need to have marketing because yeah. you had the label or your manager or whatever. Yeah. But everyone wants to do things independent, but then they're like, yeah. oh, wait, you actually know how to mark? You need to know how to market also? Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. I That's something that I think about a lot of the artists that I know or like artists that, you know, are having a really hard time like getting their music out there is marketing. Like having a really good strategy is very important, but I'm not like I'm not a musical artist, so I don't know. But right. like what I do works for me. But yeah, that's a lot thing. of it is also just like face to face and like word of mouth. So, are you always going to be in Seattle though? Or are you like worried that? No, no, not always in Seattle. No. So how do you, honestly, how do you prevent that from happening? What like not getting work? Just no, just staying in Seattle. I feel like a lot of. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of have a plan with that. Um, like. I don't know. I think the people moving to L.A., like I was saying earlier, is kind of like an interesting thing of feeling like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm over the city. I'm moving to L.A. And I, like, I don't have that perspective because like there's a lot of work for me here. Yeah. There's a lot of work for me here. So I don't want to move to L.A. until I've done everything I can in Seattle. So I that's like that's why I moved up from Olympia is because there wasn't enough work there. There was more work here. So I moved here and then could survive because I was getting enough work. And then now I'm planning on like going to L.A. every once in a while and like working a bit there. And then as soon as there's too much work for me there that I'm spending all my time commuting, mm -hmm. then I'll move. OK. So that's just kind of my strategy of that. So I'm definitely going to wait a few years and wait until I've really done everything I can in Seattle because I don't want to be like drowning in the sea of L.A. at all. Mm -hmm. it's so hard to make it out there yeah. and like right here it's like already working for me mm -hmm. so I just want to grow until I outgrow Seattle is there a certain type of person you're trying to help push like as a female videographer are you trying to help more female artists or does it not really matter on that aspect to you or does it I like to have a diverse bunch okay. I definitely like to have a diverse bunch um, and that's just representative of who I surround myself with in general and like who my friends are as well um, and yeah, but I also do really value being a good role model, which is kind of something that I struggle with because oh, no. I don't know. Well, it's it's hard because it's hard not to put pressure on myself in that way of like, oh, like I, you know, I want to be a good role model, but like, I don't know if this is the right thing, whatever. But then also like I know that I didn't have a good role model doing what I wanted to do when I was a kid. Right. So I didn't or not someone that looked like me that was doing like techie video stuff. <laughs> like there was no one like that. So I really want to be that for the next generation of like specifically young black girls who mm -hmm. are growing up and like wanting to do something in production and because I didn't even really know that was a possibility you know like I thought I wanted to be a ballet dancer because Misty Copeland was a ballet dancer and she was a black woman you know so like representation is so important so that's kind of more so my mission than the people I work with it's me mm -hmm. as an entity of like making sure that I represent myself and my community well which is a lot of pressure but also way worth it did you ever feel pressure to like take pictures during the protests that took place in Seattle? Or? Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I didn't. I only did once, and I only went to two protests just because I'm like, this is not my battle, you know. Like right. this is not, like I've been fighting this battle my whole life. Like this is not something that I need to be outspoken about because it's very obvious for mm -hmm. who I am, you know. Are you ever interested in like shooting? short films or documentaries that yes. don't have to do with music or yes yes okay. yes um i think everything i do will be decently like musically inclined as far as like soundtracking and scoring because yes. that's super important to me and I, that like movies with really good soundtracks 
the best movies. Like, it doesn't matter what the plot is. If they have really good soundtracks that really pull you emotionally, like, makes the movie way better. So um, I always, I know that that'll be really important to me when I do start writing. But I am starting to write a screenplay um, for a short film that I'm going to produce in the fall. Can I be in it? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I think there might only be, like, two actors. Oh, I see. But. Can I be, like, a tree in the background? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. So that'll be fun. That's um, based on a lot of personal experiences going into that. And I think I might make that a series, but TBD on oh, that. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. It's so, going to be sad. <laughs> oh, no. That's <laughs> okay. It's going to touch a lot of people then. Yeah. Are you very picky about, like, the equipment you use? And are you always, like, leveling up on, like, different types of cameras? Or how does that work for you? I work with a lot of different types of equipment. I'm not super picky. It just depends on what the requirements of the project are. Because, like, if you're shooting something for Vivo, like, I just shot a video for Anna for Vivo. It needs to be in 4K. Mm. But the camera that I own doesn't shoot 4K. So I just use, we just use her mom's, which is amazing. It's so DIY, and I loved it. Um, So I, yeah, I feel, like, sufficient enough in cameras to kind of pick stuff up if I need to, like, switch my gear up. But Mm -hmm. I have my two cameras that I use consistently. But definitely looking to upgrade as soon as I can just because it's fun and I'd like to level up in quality but Mm. yeah well what are you things that you think you need work on or like help on like when it comes to your production like are there certain like videographers that you want to meet or certain artists you're trying to meet to level up or like I don't know I think just more experience Mm. I think just more and more experience I like the fact that the way that I started was kind of like me doing every aspect of the production. Yes. Like I was directing, but I was also producing and I was also like doing the set and I was also like helping with costume. I was also like doing everything. And I think that has made me a better director because I actually understand every role, you know, and like you can't direct people and like delegate things if you don't know what their roles are. Like if you don't know how it's been to be in their role. So I like that's always been really important to me is like learning every aspect of production. So. Did you ever do like plays in school or anything? Yes, I did. Okay, I can tell. Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. Just, oh my god. You give off is it actress vibes, no. play vibes, or whatever uh, it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, yeah, play vibes. I was um, <laughs> the president senior year. Of theater. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. How yeah. how is the theater scene in Seattle? I don't really tap. See, that's I'm. There's so many things to tap into. There's in Seattle. so many things. That's why I'm not about to move. Like, yeah. There's we just got. We're just getting started. We are just getting started. Um, theater in Seattle. I don't know. I never did it. Okay. <laughs> what about like? Do you ever go to like the has Hamilton come to Seattle? I think it has. I think they came to the Paramount, but... Probably not the original cast. Or was mm, it? Well, it was the tour cast. Okay. I did audition for one Broadway tour Ooh. once. Or, or have you ever gone to the... What's that thing called? Snowflake Lane in Bellevue? No. You know what Snowflake Lane is? No. Oh, what? <laughs> what is it? It's like they have like these fake snow that comes down through the skyscrapers and like all these bubbles and stuff at night. It's like a long parade. And there's, like, people in, like, gingerbread costumes and all I this stuff. I think I've heard and, like, of that. I just, I'm not a big holiday person. Oh, no. I know. I just never really have been. Damn. Yeah, I know. I just kind of, but the thing, it's because I just enjoy every day. Yeah. Like, I don't need a special day to be happy. I'm there like, I'm just happy every day. <laughs> I'm about, see? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Ring. <laughs> I'm happy all the time. Yeah. It's just cool how many different, like, artistic ways you can be an artist yeah. in Seattle. Yeah. No, there's so many different outlets and I'm always like wanting to try something new. Yeah, I yeah. was I was watching this documentary from someone from a Tacoma School of Arts that was on YouTube and they're like interviewing street performers. And I thought you can just pick up an instrument and start performing on the corner, but you yeah. have to have a permit. Yeah. And then there's like certain spots in Seattle that have like a music note. Mm. And you can only perform on that like music note. Oh, area. that's cool. And then you actually have to sign up, so like you only get like an hour slot. And oh. then they're they're all around Seattle. Yeah. I don't know. This was like a six year old documentary. Yeah. I don't think it's changed really. Probably not. Yeah. So basically, you sign up for one. There's all around Seattle the different music notes. And it's like a thirty dollars for like a permit or something like that, and it lasts for like a year. So you have to renew so it every year. And. If you if you're just gonna solely be a street performer, you can't you can't like you, if you're performing at one spot, you can't like book the next spot until you're actually there. 
so that everyone has a chance to perform and make money. Oh, so it's, it's like a whole like economy and organization. In, yeah, in Seattle, that's Ma- so interesting. Maybe they're unionized. Honestly, yeah. See, we need to get we need to get unionized <laughs> yeah, here. We might. <laughs> so for artists that want to work with you, how much do you charge? If you're oh my able God. to say that, well, it depends on the project. It okay. totally depends on the project. Um, I don't know, like range wise, I don't know. I don't know. Just DM me. Okay, just there we go. Do you have a website people can check out? My website's under construction right now. Oh. But she'll be backing up very soon. But my Instagram is definitely the best place to get in contact or email. And whatever. what's that? Um, Instagram is at Miss Gemma Eve. And email is crossgem99 at gmail.com. What is some advice that you have for up-and-coming artists, oh, creators, influencers? Go for it, dude. I think the one thing that has been like the most helpful to me in my career is not being like scared mm. and not being scared of rejection too because that's just a big part of this and the big part of this and i think that's why it was good for me to have a musical background and have a theater background because that was so much rejection like as a child mm-hmm. and then um like going into something like this with production is a little bit easier because there's a little bit less competition than there is like for musicians but i think you never know until you ask and you know i have that experience all the time where um, like I'll ask someone something kind of random on a whim of like, oh, could I do this? Or like, would you want to work on this? Or like, whatever. And they usually say yes, you know? And yeah. like getting into concerts, like I, at 18 years old, never would have known if I didn't just ask. So I would always rather know and like would always rather be rejected than not know and wonder what could have happened. So I just, I don't know. I would tell everybody like, just ask for the opportunity. Just yeah. ask, like, because you really never know what could happen. Like, your life could change overnight, and that's how it's felt for me. Yeah, so. I agree. I feel like we have a lot of similarities, and that's very yeah. exciting for me to see. I love it. There we go. Yeah. Well, this is the NAS podcast with... Miss Gemma Eve. <laughs> and we did it. <laughs>